0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! Hello, 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 beautiful people. Well, first, I want to start off by saying, this is how I met Gia. This is the B-girl stance, a round way girl at the bus stop, <laughs> champion hoodie, champion sweats. I mean, we didn't have Louie. That was probably Coach back then or Steve Madden, but that was the B-girl Boom. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you some B-girl dick tonight, baby. But now, um... Now to do this podcast, I, I was, I thought the best way to do this podcast was to have Dot on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I figure, you know, last week we talked about Dot and his son and he was supposed to have the conversation with his son. And I was like, let's have him on to see, you know, how that conversation went. Mm-hmm. But, what? you
1: know what the but is? No, he didn't have the conversation. He didn't have,
0: a conversation. He didn't have the conversation. He dead scared of his son. I'm like, why <laughs> he didn't have the conversation? Oh, I was going to have it today. Oh, I was going to have it tomorrow. He's scared of his, his son. So. It's been
1: a week, but okay.
0: But he didn't have that conversation. So something else um, I seen online and was talking about was money in a relationship and how money sometimes, especially with men, uh, shows how much respect a woman has for a man.
1: You mean it determines? Determines, correct. Okay. So
0: in a lot of relationships, if... You know, people always say, you know, money doesn't, money is, can make or break a relationship, right? They say the number one thing about relationships that causes divorces or, or breakups is money. It usually is the number but, one reason for problems in a relationship. But why is that? And uh, not to, to put anybody's business out there, but I was talking to Ben's, all right?
1: So you're just gonna put her business out there?
0: I know. But, you know, Ben's has a man, by the way. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. I got a name and everything. You are so. His name is Chuck.
1: You are so ridiculous. So if you
0: don't know, Ben's was scared of the dog. She hated the dog. She wouldn't even get out the car. She would call him like, "Can you get the dog?" Now her and Chuck have this newfound relationship. She goes out it's there, different. she plays with him. The dog jumps on her. You didn't see the, the dog jumps on her. No,
1: she told me the
0: dog jumps on her. I'm, I'm now
1: every day that she walks in the house, she's like, "I love Chuck. I just love Chuck." No, no, no. Chuck, you don't even understand. I love. I love Chuck. And I'm like, why? He's an attack dog. <laughs> like, no. I, I don't get it. Usually
0: Chuck lays in the grass or he lays by the front gate or he lays on the side. He lays somewhere in the cut. Wait, is
1: that the reason why he's at the front door right now? He's waiting
0: for her. He waits right at the front door while she's here and just sits there and just patiently lays down and waits for her. <laughs> he's, I bet he, he's right there now. Okay. Just waiting, just waiting, chilling. So this this
1: relates to money and respect. Oh, no, How? it doesn't.
0: I was just going to tell you something that I seen. I was, I was saying that she had a boyfriend, but she really doesn't. It's just Chuck. But anyway, she was saying that, you know, if she's in a relationship and she feels that her man is not making money, mm-hmm. she doesn't respect him to say.
1: Oh, that's what you guys were talking about? I I think mm-hmm. I...
0: Turn your ring off and you phone.
1: I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I came downstairs and overheard you guys. So you were talking about today's podcast
0: topic. Correct, right. Okay. And she was saying that in a lot of relationships that a lot of women don't have respect for their man. If their man is not bringing in the money and taking care of home.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um. Well, well let me get you, let me get your opinion on it. Well, how, how do you feel about that? If a man is, is, is not bringing in the bacon is, is not doing what he's supposed to be doing at home. You know, why do a lot of women feel like they can talk to a man, however way they want to, or the respect level goes down a little bit. I feel.
1: Um, as wrong as it is, common sense kind of dictates that answer. You said earlier that financial issues are the number one cause of relationship problems and divorce, at least in this country. And it probably always has been. And the reason is because financial hardships are stressful. right? And when you're stressed about your finances, not being able to pay bills or having a hard time paying bills, car notes, having a hard time putting food on the table, anything along those lines, it becomes stressful. If I am stressed nine times out of 10, I inherently take that stress out on others. Mm -hmm. If you're the closest person to me, you're going to be the number one recipient of my stress. So you understand that? I don't think that it's right. What I'm saying is now, if you are breadwinner and mm. you're good at bringing home that bread, I'm not stressed mm. because I'm able to go out and eat with my girlfriends. I don't have to think about ordering that $14 drink. I know that there's food in my refrigerator. I know my card note, and my insurance is paid. I know the rent or the mortgage is paid. I can go buy a new pair of shoes if I like. I can go buy a new pocketbook if I like. I am relaxed. And not only that, whether consciously or subconsciously, I am grateful to you for taking care of home and being the provider that most women look at the man in their life as he should be.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. But all right, first of all, I don't want to have ben it's s- wrong. I don't have Ben sound like a, a, a gold digger. Ben said She's that not a gold she would have a problem if she felt like her man was lazy and not going out there trying to make it, right? That's one. But I don't understand why money in that in a relationship is so strong, right? And the reason I say that. you said
1: you don't understand why money in a relationship is so strong?
0: No. Okay. Because when people fall in love and they get together, it's not based on how much money they have. It's not based on. Says who? I mean, it says most people, right? I didn't. (laughs) You didn't start talking to me because I had money.
1: You said most people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if I would say that it's a lot, a significant number, or most, but I would say many. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about on what, two podcasts ago or podcast, two podcasts ago. People are oftentimes disingenuous when they get into relationships and they get into relationships and quote unquote, fall in love for the wrong reasons. A lot of women will happily choose to fall in love with a man who is successful and can provide them a certain lifestyle. Many men will choose to fall in love with the female who may not be the sharpest tool in the box, but is beautiful and has a nice body. A lot of time it's disingenuine. It's not because we just genuinely enjoy each other's company. Sometimes you get into a relationship for those reasons and then you learn to enjoy each other's company or consciously enjoy each other's company. But I don't think that Just because we're together, it means that it's because we fell madly in love. I mean,
0: that's what it should be, though.
1: That's what it should be. But on that same podcast, didn't you kind of knock me for having this ideal of how relationships should be and how life should be? You were right. Life should uh, should be be a certain way and things should happen for certain reasons, but it doesn't mean that they do and they most certainly do not.
0: At this instant right now, out of all the podcasts we had, I now understand why some couples say, you know what? You keep what you have, I keep what I have. In this moment. In this moment. Explain. Um, Wait, rel-
1: getting it, going into the relationship by means of um, prenup or during the relationship or a divorce? You keep what you have and I keep what I have. It, All of like, the above. So just always. <laughs> We go to dinner. We go. We go stag. We go Dolo. I pay for me. You pay for you. No, no,
0: not 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 that far. But I understand why a lot of couples say, you know what, in this relationship, this is mine and this is yours. And the reason being is,
1: in this instance, yeah, in this wild. instance, okay.
0: Because having this conversation with with Benz earlier and S-Dot and and even with you, what I realize is that I don't want to be in a relationship if it's based off of money. I don't want money to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the reason I say that is because can't not be. Yeah, it can be.
1: Can't it, it cannot can be. be. If you if you we make can't function as a couple without money being one of the factors in our no, relationship. No, I'm gonna
0: tell you how why most couples do it. Now I understand why most couples do it. I'm I'm a, I'm against this. And maybe we met so young we didn't have any money, so it wasn't based about money. It was based about love. But no, if you make hundred thousand dollars a year and I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's your money. That's my money. We split the bills in the house. This is our mortgage. So we split that the bills. We split that everything else we can do together. But now I understand why.
1: Why do you understand why the epiphany?
0: Because just like you said, if, if oh, like what Ben said, if you don't respect me because I'm having a bad month or I'm fucked up or I can't pay the bills, then that's a problem because I'm not in this relationship because based off of anyway, you make it you have a good salary or wait, well, you got a good 401k. Oh, hey, you got a good trust fund. Oh, hey, your job is good. I'm not in that relationship because of that. I'm in a relationship because something in you that I love that I want to be with regardless of money.
1: I have so many things to say about what you just said. First of all, a brick didn't just fall out of the sky and hit you in the head and let you know that women marry men for money. You know that, you've said that, we've conversed about that. This is very, very, very clear. It's a very clear and understood way of the world. Hold on. I understand it. Hold on. And you are not just now finding out that men date and marry women because they are beautiful. I didn't say that. So why the epiphany? Why, what happened just now or today when you were conversing with S.Dot and Mercedes earlier that- Makes it seem to me as though this is a newfound notion. Because
0: I just put myself in, the, in, in, in when, we, when Estat and Benz and I were talking, I just put myself into that man, right? So if I'm a man and I make money, you talk to me respectfully. But then if I'm fucked up and I lose my job and I ain't got it and shit is hard, you talk to me disrespectful. Nah, now, now I'm on it like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Now it's like, no, you have yours, I have mine. I absolutely oh, agree. I had, great, I had a great month. I got a bonus. I'm going to buy myself a Guess Ferrari. Guess what I'm about to go Oh, get. <laughs> you drive a Honda Accord. Okay. High five to your Honda Accord because that's what you make. I don't make that, bitch. That's how I feel. Because it, it is what it is. You can't talk to me respectfully when things are nice, but then when, when it's hard out there for a pimp is nigga go get a job or oh, how come you ain't working or oh, how come they cut the lights off mm-hmm. or what's going on? No. Not at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. I think that you're absolutely right. And that girl would deserve the F you if you lost your do- job, if you had a bad month or whatever. I think what I walked in on, and I didn't know it was going to be a podcast topic, but I think what I walked in on was... Ben saying something to the effect, and correct me if I was wrong, because I wasn't there for the whole conversation, was that if you have no ambition, mm-hmm. if you have no drive, if you have no desire for success, I don't want you know, to go the whole bum route, but if you're just complacent and you are not trying to elevate or motivate yourself, then I think she's saying that she cannot find it within herself to have the utmost respect for you. And with that, and with that, when you listen, respect is such a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Respect is when, for me, when you look at a person and you take account of all of their attributes, you take account of their worth, you know, what they do that sets them aside from other people, that generates a feeling. And it kind of sums up to respect. When you look at someone, and they're lacking, you lose that respect, even though you may not necessarily be trying to lose that respect. Do you see what I mean? And you might say something that when you look at everything else in your Rashawn box, I'll just put you in the, mm-hmm. in the scenario. I look at everything else in the Rashawn box and you might do something to upset me, I might let it go because there's so many other things that you do. And that just might've been your full pas for the day. But if you're, if you have more bum-like qualities and that's extreme, I don't really mean complete bum-like, let's just say more bum-like qualities. And you say something crazy to me or you snap at me or you are having a hard day and you come home, you take it out of me. You might not get that pass because in the Rashawn box, there's not much else to hold you up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, the totality of a person and that will give way to what a, the the person on the receiving end of your bs might take or might not take okay well
0: perfect does example does that make sense to you it does a little bit perfect okay. example right uh-huh and this is not this is not our relationship right let's say i'm in a relationship with somebody right and they don't work or if they work they make a little bit of money and i'm having a hard time mhm Right, you can't talk to me fucked up because you're a bum. You don't do shit. You can't talk to me fucked up.
1: If you're a breadwinner, provided, and I'm not.
0: If I provided all this time, and now I'm having a, a a bad time. Maybe because of COVID. Maybe because I lost my job. Maybe because I have no inspiration. Mm-hmm. Maybe because things are going bad. You don't have no right to talk to me how crazy. No, fuck out of here. Because if the last five you- years, I made sure everything was good. Right, of so. Course! So now, so now, when I'm I'm in I'm in I a agree drought. With you. Oh, because now when I'm in a drought, just like a, just like a a major league baseball player, right? I'm hitting home runs for the first five seasons. Mm-hmm. The sixth season, I'm in a rut. Now it's like, oh, let's trade him. Let's get rid of him. Fuck him. I, my whole thing is, yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, and, and that, but that's how I feel.
1: I agree with you. I think that it is foul if, let's say, a woman, because I think you're talking. You're um, well, you're referring to without really saying who you're referring to. You're, it's a woman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I'm a woman mm-hmm. and I only respect you when you're an earner, meanwhile, your mind is right. Meanwhile, you have a successful outlook.
0: Um, well, my mind out, might not be right.
1: Outlet, outlook. What Right. Do you mean?
0: Meaning there's hustlers and then there's halfway hustlers, mm-hmm. right? I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. And that hustler doesn't sell drugs I'm going to hustle I mean I'm going to get it. Right. I'm going to fight to get it. I'm going to do what I have to do to get it. I'm going to make moves. I'm going to work hard. You know, even during this COVID, I'm going to make sure that most people plan three months. Some people plan six months. I probably plan two years. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why when COVID hit, it it affected us. and affected everybody. But it wasn't like we couldn't, you know, where, where some people lost everything. We were able to survive. Right. Now, some people don't, right. some people can't, some people are lazy. Some people, when they get a smack in the face, it depresses them. They can't get up and work. Mm-hmm. They don't want to grind. They, like, it's the same thing as they want it, but they don't really want it. They say they want it all day long, but they don't really want it. It's almost like they want the money, but they don't want to fight for it.
1: They may not have the mindset.
0: They don't want to fight for their success. And I don't even think it's the mindset. I don't think it's the drive. Like, which
1: is part of mindset.
0: Like for instance, you know why me and ben's gets along so well?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She has the, the the mindset. She has the drive. She does. She's gonna fight. Mm-hmm. Right. She got that, that is Ben's. She's gonna get she's it nuts. now. Bens. get hook crook. She, yeah, Ben's to get cranky. <laughs> ben's to <will> be upset. <laughs> ben's to be nasty. Mm-hmm. But she's gonna get this shit done. Mm-hmm. That's End why result. That's why me and Benz Deadlines, get along so. Well,
1: timelines,
0: right? goals, right? The bag, right? Not to put S. Out there. her
1: tombstone.:
0: Not to put S out out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: S wants it, but he doesn't have the 100 percent drive. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, I want it. 8, 8 p.m. Yeah, I want it. 9 p.m. Yeah, I want it. 10 p.m..:
1: Yeah, I want it. Two in the morning F this ish.: <laughs> Two in the morning.: I'm tired. I want to go home.: I want to go home. I got to go I got to go to bathroom.: I'd be like nah, no but nah but that's <laughs> we gotta finish
0: I mean, that's the different type of hustler mentality mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. you can't say you want to get it <laughs> but when it gets to that that point where it's between okay. here and here and you don't want to take it to that next level mm-hmm.
1: so you're saying that to say
0: that if somebody's like that and you're talking to me crazy or you have no respect for if me
1: someone's like what
0: like let's say that's that right mm-hmm. or let's say me let's say myself that's- nobody could talk to me crazy if I have money or I, or I don't, because I work hard to try to get it, I work hard to, to provide, I work hard to be a man, mm-hmm. right? You can't talk to me crazy. Estat. Um, Estat will work. He will hustle. He will, he will try to do what is taken. Should, he be t- should you talk to him crazy? No. Now, for somebody who doesn't work and doesn't hustle, can you talk to them crazy? No, it should not be about the money. You're just That's saying
1: right. nobody should talk I, I, to anybody crazy. I don't think crazy. nobody
0: should talk to anybody crazy. That's not
1: realistic. Why not? It's just not realistic. Why not? No. Again, again, you know, you always get on me because he knows, I'm sure all of you know, if this isn't your first podcast watching us and getting to know us as friends, I am a very idealistic person. I operate my life based on how things should be. But I only have control of my life. I can't control what other people think. I can't control what other people do. And you did during the podcast, I believe, and certainly after the podcast, you know, you spoke to me about, you know, you want things to be a certain way. You want people to fall in love and choose their mates based on personality and connection and chemistry, but that's just not real. So I take that. I understand. I'm going to operate my life that way, but I don't have any influence of what other people do. So for you to sit here and talk about I- I- idealistic expectations.
0: I would never want to be with a person like that. Though. I would never want to be with a person that because if, if, one day when we good, we all good. But next, uh, you know, a, a year from now, if we're not good, you talk to me disrespectfully like, oh, you can't do this because you're not a man. You, I don't want to be in that type of relationship okay, because we're all different. Like just everything that we do is different right now. And, I, and, I, and like for yourself. Right. Now, you know, we were, we were selling this house. We didn't move out yet. We, we we're almost there. But let's Which is had-
1: why our bar is so empty. Right. And if you watched um, two podcasts ago, we were in our library. The background is very empty. Our shelves are empty. It's because we've moved most of it out.
0: Right. And this portion of the Casey Crew Podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, lets you skip trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. HelloFresh offers convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. And you can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery store. HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of that recipe rut. Try new things and make the night feel special. I know when the wife is out and about with the kids, I try to prepare something that I make her feel sexy, relaxed, and will fill that tummy right up. So if you want more information, go to HelloFresh.com slash KCCREW90 and use code KCCREW90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 90 and code casey Crew 90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. So like you, you and me are different. Very. Um, let's say we have a showing on Friday. Somebody's coming to see our house. Yeah, will wait to Thursday to clean and get the house in perfect condition. And when I say perfect condition, perfect for you is not perfect for her. House is perfect, but that's not perfect for gear. So gear will stay up for 24 hours trying to make it happen. I'm not that type of person. Do it be perfect? I will. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do, yeah. It be
1: perfect, yes. do it be perfect, Benz? Do it be perfect,
0: Estat? Okay. But, but, but Benz and Estat usually want to kill you after. Hey. But and During. During. <laughs> Me and myself, I'm like, oh, we have a show on Friday. Let's do it a little bit each day till we get to that time. So Friday, I do that, do that too.
1: I do that too, No, but no you, don't. you don't understand crunch time. Crunch time means like listen, and it's not just if we have a showing; it's if we're having a party pre-COVID, or if people are coming over, or I just feel like it. You know, it's just
0: well, we're totally. But, 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 but me, so what we're saying that at? is, we're totally two different people mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things. People mm-hmm. grind differently. People do things differently. And in a relationship, I don't think anybody has the right to be disrespectful. I think it should be more building a person up. And if you get to that level of being disrespectful because I'm fucked up or because I can't make it. I don't want to be in that relationship because now you're only with me when t- things are good. Of course. And we all know it in every relationship, things ain't all good. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not, but it's the valleys and peaks that get you through a great relationship. Yes. And and that's what I was saying. Like, don't make it about money. A relationship shouldn't be about money. I'm not with you because you're beautiful. I might be with you yeah. because you got big titties, but not because no, you're beautiful. That's not
1: really true. You wouldn't have given me a chance if you didn't find me right, attractive. Right, but I didn't fall in love with like you. you, wouldn't. How, how did you put it two weeks ago? I wouldn't have made it through the door if you didn't find me Correct. to be attractive to you. No, you
0: wouldn't have made it to the door. But what got you through the door is not...
1: I wouldn't have made it on the porch.
0: It's not this. I wouldn't
1: have even been on the block. But
0: it's not this. For you. It's not and, this. And that's, it's this.
1: And that's the reason why I brought that podcast topic up to you. And that's why I sent it to you. And I said, this is something we should talk about. Because... Low-key, I was talking about you.
0: Right. But <laughs> I this, was talking but about this is you. But this, this, so
1: you're talking about all this idealistic stuff. You're not even... You have no right because you fall in the category. But this is what I'm trying to explain to you. You know, I'm this, different. Hold on, this... Hold on, wait, wait, let me say something. You, You know, I think, that let's say we weren't together. Let's say you never came into my life. Mm -hmm. I could be with someone that wasn't well off and couldn't provide the level of lifestyle that we live. If I liked him, if we had chemistry, if I liked the way that we communicated, if I liked our connection, you know, I don't, I don't judge a man by what he can provide for me. If you lost everything tomorrow, we would go right on without a hitch. So I love you for you, I love your charisma, I love you know my attraction to you um I love your fun loving boyish nature, and that's why on that podcast, I was saying that men that choose women just for their beauty they're the losers because you're missing out on the things that really make a relationship happy, you know if you were in a fire and your skin melted and you were covered and you looked very different from how you look now. I wouldn't love you any less. Right. I wouldn't be any less attracted that's to you. That's because you're because already I- in
0: love with me. But if you, if, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Let's be honest. If you was butt ass ugly. Awesome. No, I wouldn't take you on a date. No, I wouldn't kick the. it to I'm you. not talking I'm being about butt ass but, ugly, Rashawn. But that's not why I married you. That's not why I fell in love with you. I fell in love with you because of here and here. I didn't fell in love with you because of this and that. Like, put a perfect example. All of this and that got me like this. Right. This and this maybe. be
1: <laughs> I feel bad for y'all if you just listen on SoundCloud and <laughs> you didn't get to see that because you might not understand what he meant, but... That's the truth. Basically, if you're just listening and not watching on YouTube, he said that Um, his attraction level made him hard, but the intellect and chemistry made him nut. (laughs) That's Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. But I don't, I I don't know. I don't know. I, what I do know is that looks are very important to you. Yeah, they are. Probably more important than most people.
0: No. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, of course you want somebody that's attract- that you're attracted to and that's beautiful, right? Okay. Beautiful in your own right or how you feel that beautiful Yeah, beautiful is. in the eye of the beholder. Correct. Right. So when it comes to our relationship, yeah, I mean, I'm attracted to you. You're beautiful to me, right? Somebody out there might say, well, she's not beautiful to them, you know? But you're beautiful to me. You're everything to me. But that, that didn't want me to make me marry you. That wouldn't want me to spend the rest of my life with you. Mm-hmm. Because now tomorrow, if the beauty fades away and- you look whatever. I don't care. I'm with you for the long run till it's over. Mm. till we're both in a grave with each other, you know? And then when we're on a grave, hopefully you, you know, you're face down and I'm on top of you, you know what I mean? But right. it is what it is, but that's how I feel. But in relationships, when I'm talking and I hear people disrespecting them because of money, I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Now I understand the attitude because even with myself, like <laughs> COVID put a lot of stress on a lot of people, you know, um, for ourselves. COVID put a lot of stress on us. Reason being is, you know, we've, we lost millions of dollars during COVID, right? Millions of dollars. Um, Most of that money was money that we would use to invest, money that we would use to do the house that we wanted to do, money that we would use to do so many different things. We couldn't, we still did it, but it hurt because- all this money I could see coming in, it just stopped, and I could just see the money, and I'm looking at it through the glass like, you know, trying to get it. I looked up
1: like I could see the money. Yeah, like you can see the money like
0: You know, it's like that. Whatever. I think it's like a, a Geico commercial where the money's there and the guy tries to grab it, and he's like, oh, too late. I too see, late. I didn't see that commercial. But, you know, he he had to fish I didn't ride. see
1: that you know, commercial, see okay. no.
0: But that's how I feel. But so I know it is stressful for a lot of people, but right. I just don't feel like respect comes with how somebody can provide.
1: Um For a lot of people, it does. I think that's why. Because especially if a woman got into that relationship because of what could be provided for her and her children, if they had any. Which is why I think part of the reason why so many relationships didn't make it through COVID. Correct. I think that's part of the reason why the divorce rate, or at least the divorce inquiry rate, was so high. Correct. Because... Financial difficulty is a hardship and I'm stressed now I'm taking it out on you and I'm looking at you like, why can't you out and get another job? Or maybe I understand why you can't get another job, but why aren't you looking? Why aren't you looking as hard as I expect you to look? Why aren't you out five days a week looking for a new job? Why aren't you creating opportunities? Why aren't you trying to create a business, figure out what needs people have and try to fill those voids? Where's the income? Like we're suffering. The kids are suffering. I could see arguments like that going on, on top of the fact that we're on top of each other, especially when we were all quarantined and now I'm putting stress on you. You're putting stress on me. There's this plethora of time that we're spending together now that I'm not used to, you know, I'm used to you going out the door, me going out the door, me spending morning coffee with you, and then evenings with the kids where I'm probably giving them baths and feeding them and putting them to bed, leaving enough time for us to watch a Netflix movie, maybe have sex and go to sleep maybe twice or three times a week. And then I entertain your time on the weekends. We might go on a date or we might do something special or have a little weekend plan or spend time with friends or whatever. Now you got people on top of people. And they're not used to it. You have that stress, you have the stress of financial hardship, and that leads to the potential of divorce in a lot of cases. Some people weathered that storm, others did not. But if I'm with you and a big part of you is your ability to provide, and now all of a sudden you can't do that. If I'm not with you for a hundred percent of the right reasons, that is going to take a toll on our relationship. But more importantly, At the root of it, the respect Mm -hmm. that I have for you. And everybody wants to be respected. So, for instance, let's say um, you guys know, whatever, you met me, I'm a virgin, right? You're the first person I've ever been with. You're the only person I've ever been with sexually, right? Let's say we took a break. Let's say we separated Mm -hmm. and we took a break. And you found out that during that separation, let's say it was a year long separation, I knocked off six dudes, living my life, having fun, wanted to experiment and experience. We get back together. We find our way back to each other Mm -hmm. and we're married. And then we have a come to Jesus moment where we're honest with each other. And you say, well, did you date while we were separated or whatever? And I say, yeah. And you're like, well, be honest with me. You know, how many people did you date? We get into that conversation. Oh, well, did you, did you sleep with him or whatever? And I'm honest. I feel like I'm in a safe space. Yes, I slept with him. Well, and you're like, wow. And what about the other Jews you said that you were seeing whatever yeah, I slept with him too? And you find out I slept with six people. We're back together. You love me during our hiatus. You realize that you really wanted to be with me and you miss me and everything. But you might look at me different. Mm-hmm. The expectation, what I'm delivering, it's different. So now when we're spending time together, you might be looking at me like, yeah, I love her, I just don't have the same amount of respect for her. Mm-hmm. So now when I talk to you or when I ask you for something or ask you to help me with something or, you know, one of the love languages, acts of service, I want you to do things to make my life easier. You might be thinking, bleep that bleep. Like, nah, Mm -hmm. you just you're looking at me different because there were things that you fell in love with. I provided you a sense of exclusivity. You felt like, okay, I'm the only one she's been with. You took you take pride in that or whatever. I take that away from you. It's something that you were really into regarding our relationship, ultimately our marriage, I take that away from you. I'm not that person anymore. I can't do that for you. I can't provide you that sense of exclusivity anymore. Then what happens? You may not be trying to, it just might come naturally right. to you that you look at me different. If you look at me different, what happens? You treat me different. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm not saying that these women are right. And I'm not saying that I would be wrong if we separated. I'm well within, well, that's another argument. Let's just say it was acceptable for women and men to experience other people um, while they're separated. Not all people agree, agree with that, and I'm not saying I even agree with it, but let's just say that I do for the sake of this mm-hmm. conversation. I'm well within my rights to be with five or six other people. If I choose to, it was a mutually, um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a conclusion that was come to mutually, mm-hmm. and I acted on it. So I'm well within my rights, just because I'm well within my rights and just because all is good in the hood doesn't mean you don't look at me differently because mm. I did it. Gotcha. So the woman that used to be provided for that found comfort in that and loses that, well, as wrong as it may be, maybe as wrong as two left, left feet, but maybe she might not look at you as a man anymore. And if I don't look at you as a man anymore, then respect is lost. You just charge it to the game. I got you.
0: Well, the one thing I learned from this conversation is I'm never separating from Gear because if she knocks off six dudes, like <laughs> they're going to have a
1: problem. They're going to have a problem. Let's, let's get to the
0: email of the week. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Hi, Benz. Thank you for taking the time to read this email. I will try to keep it brief. Gear and Envy. I love your show. Gear, you are everything you think you are and then some, and your stance on the show is needed and appreciated. Envy, I love you so much more. You are the best. I love you on The Breakfast Club. I love your cute little shorts when you ride the bikes. And oh my gosh, I have a huge crush. crush. Your candidness is incredible, and I believe most men think like you, so please continue to say it exactly as it comes to you.
1: So just clarify that she did not say half of what
0: he said she said. Nope, she didn't say half of that, but y'all can figure out what she said and what she didn't. Now, my boyfriend and I are in our 30s, and we've been together for five years. <clears throat> beginning in our 30s. We we want to get married, but we can't go more than two weeks without a blow-up argument in all of the five years, and we don't know how to understand each other's point of view. But a couple of days ago in December, my boyfriend told me he thinks I'm gay. I've never had an orgasm through penetration, only oral, and he's starting to get sick of it. He said that his penis doesn't please me, and because I was with a woman in high school, he thinks that I really want women. Also, because in the beginning stages of our relationship, I made a a effing statement saying, If this doesn't work, I'm leaving men and I'm going to women. That would do it. I didn't mean that at all. Somebody's coming out and said, Who that? Back upstairs, Brooklyn.
1: Downstairs. In
0: our basement, go. Yes.
1: You could go, Sweetie Pie. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye
1: choo-choo. bye. Bye, Choo Choo.
0: No, she says, I didn't mean that at all. That was the statement, I'm leaving men and going to women. I'm not blind. Women are beautiful, but I don't want one. I want a man, and I want this man. But sex is very important, and we don't always connect in that way. I'm very attracted to him, likewise, from him to me, but I don't always get aroused, and he can't make me oh with his penis. Now, his penis is small, not as big as yours, Envy, I'm sure. I didn't say that. He so said, now, his penis is large, perhaps too large for me. I don't know. But we need some advice on how to improve that because we have the best time together, and we put out a lot into this relationship. We're working on the arguing. We go to counseling and we do tell one another how we feel. We're very open. Any advice? Because I love this man. We don't have any kids. We are planning to build a life together. We do argue less and have more and better conversation and sex. Thank you all. Signed, we're not getting any younger. What do you say?
1: Okay. She
0: would know because she used to fake the oh, so.
1: Wow, you just won't let that go. No, I
0: won't. It hurt me. I'm traumatized. Every time I see an email like this, I start thinking. Go ahead.
1: What he's referring to is the fact that
0: we don't have to go back to it. Go back, but to for the podcast. fact,
1: but for the fact that you just brought it up,
0: let's go back a couple of podcasts. You understand? It. it wasn't
1: a couple of podcasts, so I understand that. So I am going to give you. I don't really like the word advice. You guys know that, but this is actually going to be advice because it's something that actually worked for me. You said that his penis is large, possibly even too large for you. It's a good thing.
0: You have that problem too.
1: I have that problem too. (laughs) Just kidding. No, I'm not. not So anyway, um, me not being able to reach the O for a long time in my marriage had nothing to do With Rashawn. Ah, that's a stretch. It had something to do with him because we started dating very, very young. And at first, especially, he was inexperienced. So he had ideas about sex that didn't jive with what sex and intimacy really is. So, you know, a lot of guys think the harder you pound, the better of a job that you're doing. When for us, in most cases, that's not necessarily the case. So there was that. And then I do feel that earlier on in our relationship, he was selfish. But I also think that's because he didn't know, he didn't have any sex mentors or anybody that he spoke to. And if He was speaking to friends. It was probably other barbarians that had no clue what they were doing (laughs) either. (laughs) So I think that he didn't really understand that a woman's pleasure was part of the deal. So aside from that, physically and physiologically, there was no issue. Uh, He was everything that I wanted. A lot of the problem was on me. I couldn't achieve an orgasm because of the same things I'm accusing him him of. I was inexperienced. He was the first person that I had ever been with. And... I didn't really have anyone that I spoke to in depth. I had girlfriends that were engaging in sex around the same time that I was. So, you know, they were pretty clueless too. And the more I heard, the more they were going through the same thing. So a lot of you females probably have a lot of other female friends that are not able to achieve orgasm during sex. So I'll tell you what I know. During sex, for me, There's two ways to achieve orgasm. One is by his penis hitting my G-spot, and number two, by his penis giving me clitoral stimulation, okay? Women are more able to relate to the clitoral stimulation part of it and not necessarily the G-spot part of it you got to know where your G-spot is. Uh, your G-spot is, uh, don't really want to be graphic, but if I'm really giving you advice, I got to tell you. You stick your finger in the vagina and curl up, your G-spot is kind of in that curl up position. So if you're able to reach that spot and stroke it in a way that's pleasurable to you and only you can decide what is pleasurable to you, whether it's slow, if it's a grind or, you know, whatever it is, that is a start to kind of... I, understand where that erogenous zone is in your vagina. That wasn't even the big part of what the problem was for me. For me, I believed that I was too much of a performer. I was so obsessed with the idea of pleasing that I was forgetting myself. I wanted to make sure that I was thoroughly attractive and everything that I was doing was attractive and pleasurable for him. I was ultimately putting on a show every time. Um, And when you're thinking so much about someone else, you're thinking so much less about yourself And once I realized that and was able to let my hair down and enjoy what was going on, not only from a pleasing point of view, but from a selfish point of view, I was able to derive pleasure from the experience where I can lay there and I can receive and I can get into my own head and think about what turns me on or think about what about him turns me on, what I like, and concentrate on the things that do it for me, like the sound of his breath, like looking at his face, like the faces that he makes, um, maybe the things that he says, how he moves, glancing at parts of his body that are attractive to me, things like that, being selfish about it and taking all of that in. That got me closer. And then not moving my body only to ways that I know gets a reaction out of him and us girls know, you know, you do this and you hear that sound or you do that and that leg shakes or whatever, but not only concentrating on that. Now I learned how to move my body in a way that was pleasurable to me, regardless of how it might make him feel. Like for instance, there's a position that I wouldn't have done before because it's not, not that he ever said it, but I can tell it's not one of his favorite positions. So I would never do it. But I love it. So sometimes I'll just say to him, like, sorry, but I got to be selfish right now. You could just, you don't have to do anything. You just lay there. And that's what he'll do. And I'll do what I have to do. And then I'll be pleased. I'm like, I got you in six minutes. Do you know what I mean? I just think that a lot of women aren't selfish enough during sex. And it doesn't have to be 100% selfish or 100% pleasing. I believe that women have to learn how to draw a balance between both so that it's mutually enjoyable. And I have a friend who's extraordinarily sexual, very, very, very sexual girl. And she had never had an orgasm during sex, just like the emailer. Mm -hmm. And she brought it to my attention. And I told her a much longer version of what I'm telling you now. I was giving her like very specific tips and things like that. And the next time that she had sex with her boyfriend, she had her first orgasm with a man during penetration ever. So that's the advice that I would give to the emailer. I understand why he thinks that you want to be with a woman, because if you said, if this thing doesn't work out, I'm just going to go find me a girl and make it work with her. Yeah. That's kind of like a little mental note that you drop in someone's mental mailbox that they're not really going to be able to get rid of because no matter whether you're joking or, or whatever, everybody's familiar with the saying, everything comes from somewhere. So yeah. Especially with the backup knowledge that he has that you had been with a female in college, did she say? Mm -hmm. In college, I think you said. Yeah. If I'm him and I'm putting that work in and I'm doing my best and I just can't get you there. First of all, that's going to make me feel insecure. As though, what, you don't find me attractive? What, you don't enjoy me? What, we don't have that chemistry? What, you don't enjoy my body? Like, why can't you reach that climax with me. And if I know I'm packing, like you said he is, and if he's an attractive human being and he feels that you're attracted to him, he's going to think to himself, well, I don't think it's me. Then what could it be? Maybe she's just not attracted to men, especially with his backup information and what you've told him. It's a reasonable conclusion to come to, if I'm being honest. I would advise you not to fake it, to get over this speed bump, because then you will just be being dishonest the way that I was. And I regretted that. And it caused a horrible, horrible, horrible ripple effect in my relationship that I probably didn't feel those waves until maybe a few years ago, like it was bad. So I definitely want to make sure that you don't think that that's the way to go. I think that you have to learn how to get in tune with yourself. Okay.
0: I can't help you out in that situation. So gear has to help, help you with that advice. Yes, you don't have a vagina. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys for joining us. No second you- email? No, we have to go. But you know what? I'm going to answer the email. These are the, this is the thing that you do. Take gear out of it. How you catch your orgasm, right? You say you get turned on and orgasm when he eat you out. Let him eat you out right when you're about to orgasm. Tell them to stick it in. Right there. That's one.
1: Two. That might work. That'll work.
0: Two. (laughs) When he's smashing you, you're having sex, making love, whatever you want to call it, you lay on your back, let him hit it, you play with your clit while he's knocking you off. You help him get to that point. Like that? that That's how you want her to do it? I don't (laughs) know. I don't have a vagina. I guess so. (laughs) But you help him get to that point. And I think those two things will work. If Giz doesn't work, try mine.
1: I like it. Oh, well, <laughs> That we'll see. might actually work.
0: See that? <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. Time to get up out of here. I'm DJ Envy.
1: And I am Gia Casey. And
0: that's another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. They're going to peace
1: out, toodles. <laughs>